This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. What is Cafe Mocha? Cafe Mocha is experts, celebrities. What's up? This is Belle Bid DeVoe. Yours truly Idris Elba. This is Fantasia. This, this is Invo. This is India Ari. Oh, much more. All from a woman's perspective. What flavor are you, baby? This is Cafe Mocha. This weekend, we're revisiting a very powerful interview with Pastor Mike Todd, who's going to take us from trauma to triumph. Plus, we've got Kay Michelle. This year, Cafe Mocha has given away a Disney cruise. That's right. Late last year, we got a chance to cruise on Disney's Ocean Dream. I've got Serena, Disney World Ambassador. Tell me, because parents hear the word Disney and they automatically think it's for children. But Disney's cruises are for the whole family. What can families expect? So when you get on a Disney cruise, you are truly on the best vacation you could possibly take the entire family on. There is something for everyone to really go off in their own direction, find their own adventure, but you can always come together and create long-lasting memories together as a family. Whether it's going to a pirate party on board with fireworks at sea, uh, experiencing a Broadway-style show, and even one of my favorite things to do is to go to the Buena Vista Theater and see one of our films. And normally we're playing one of our most recent films that has premiered in theaters. So right now it's Wish. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. It's a great movie. Um, or even the Marvels is going to be playing today, I believe. So there's truly so many things you can experience. Rain, I remember one year I was on some other cruise line, please forgive me. We were all docked and I look over and the Disney cruise had this big water slide. It looked like an amusement park over there. Tell me about that. So on board the Disney Dream, we have a water slide called the Aqueduct. Have you all gotten to ride it yet at all? I'm sure you've seen it walking around. So the aqueduct goes around the length of the whole ship, and there's even a portion of that water slide ride where you go out past the ship where you're completely over water. It is insane. Am I too old? Can anyone ride? Definitely good for all ages. I believe there is a height requirement. Um, But other than that, you can be a single rider in one of the tubes. You can ride um, as double riders, so parent and child, or two adults. Hey, my boyfriend and I rode it yesterday. We're kids at heart. Um, But for the adults that want to get away and just experience a more serene and calm, relaxing time, we do have adult-only areas where there's a pool. Um, I think we have what it's called Satellite Falls over at the very front of the ship where you can kind of just dip your feet and relax and just get away for some relaxation. Talking to Serena, Disney World Ambassador from the Disney Ocean Dream. And yes, we are giving away a cruise this year. You know, food is always on my mind. So what kind of food options are on the Disney Ocean Dream like besides the buffet? The great thing about Disney Cruises is all of our dining really is an experience within itself. We have many themed dining restaurants, um, whether it's formal, casual, but we also provide 24-hour room service as well. So there's something for everyone to experience and it all taste levels too. Um, So there's always something open if you're needing a snack or getting hungry. We also have some dessert locations uh, like Frozen's treats and Vanellope's sweets. So always, you will never be hungry on a Disney cruise, I promise you. (laughs) That sounds great. 
Now, me, I love the islands. What are some of the uh, ports that you guys go into? Yeah, so the destinations on a Disney cruise are incredible. Whether you're going to um, the Virgin Islands and the Bahamas, oh, today we're at Grand Cayman. Um, my personal favorite, though, that's very unique to a Disney cruise is going to Castaway Key. That is our Disney private island. It is incredible. You all are going to love Castaway Key Day. Another experience where for families and for children, there's so many water activities. You can book excursions. But again, for the more calm experiences, we do have Serenity Bay. That is an adult-only portion of the island where it's quiet. You can just wait in the water, lounge. Sounds warm and cozy, especially this time of year. Cafe Mocha, late last year, we were on the Disney Ocean Dream on a cruise. Yes, we're giving away a cruise this year. I've got Ellen with me. I realize we're in the middle of winter, but now is actually the time we should start planning for the summer cruises. What can we expect from summer cruises? I think that when you sail with Disney in the summer, there's a lot of great things regardless of the ages of your kids. Um, one thing in particular, as kids get older, you're trying to find new places, new destinations to share with them. And that's one thing where our Alaskan and European cruises are really fantastic. We yeah. see a lot of our families, they'll take their first Disney cruise to the Bahamas or to the Caribbean. Um, and then they come back and sail with us again and take those longer bucket list destinations. So it's just another way to, um, I think it's important to be able to share the world with your kids and to really, you know, take them into vacation opportunities where there's opportunity to explore and to see new cultures and to see um, the history as well. So it's really something that I think is a unique offering that we have. Um, and it's just really important. Okay. And where are some of the cool places that you guys go to besides the islands? So Disney Cruise Line offers cruises to Alaska, to Europe. We have week-long sailings to the Caribbean as well. What should families do if they're ready to plan their summer cruise? For families who want to sail this summer with Disney Cruise Line, visit DisneyCruise.com or contact your local travel advisor. Thanks, Ellen. By the way, this year, Cafe Mocha is giving away a Disney cruise. That's right. More details coming up later this year. Cafe Mocha, Angelique, Lonnie Love, and Yo-Yo on the line. We have Pastor Mike Todd. His book is called Damage But Not Destroyed, From Trauma to Triumph. Welcome to your first time at Cafe Mocha. Come on, yes. I like it in the cafe. It feels good in here. <laughs> None but chocolate mocha. Thank you for Come joining on. us. You know what? For our listeners that don't that aren't familiar with you, uh, Pastor Mike Todd, could you tell us a little bit about yourself? I am black. I am six one. I love my wife, <laughs> and I am in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And um, I have the opportunity of leading a small work down here, where we're just helping people find hope and healing. And um, I've written a couple of books. This is actually, it's crazy to even say it. This is my third book. And for some odd reason, I didn't even barely uh, pass English class. But my first two books were New York Times bestsellers. And I have no idea how that happened. So I'm just grateful to be here. And I'm just trying to add value to people's lives and help them live the best life that they can. Well, the title of the book is called Damage But Not Destroyed From Trauma to Triumph. What is Damage But Not Destroyed About? So this whole book is for anybody that's ever been through anything that has taken a piece 
of what they used to have and either cracked it, chipped it, jacked it up, or totally destroyed it. I mean, from the time we're born, um, depending on what family you were born into, how much money your people had, a coach, teacher, it seems like life is set up to take away from you. And all of us live our lives going through trying to be as authentic as we can, but whether it's a relationship or the stock market crashing or uh, COVID, or it just seems like things begin to take away from us. And I want everybody to know that I believe that our damage is the thing that is supposed to lead us to destiny. Like it's not the thing that's supposed to destroy us. It's if you give all of those things the right attention, the right care, the right counseling, and make the moves to find the good in it, it can actually turn your pain into platform. And I just share vulnerability. Now I like that. Uh, yeah, I just think that everybody has pain, but most people are dying under their pain instead of building with it and turning it into a platform for others to learn from. You know, you use the word trauma from trauma to triumph. And, you know, when we say the word trauma, we think of something big like death or getting hit by a no. car, or, you know. How do you define trauma as it relates to this book? Trauma is anything that has an impact on you and makes you have to reevaluate your reality. So like I talk about in the book, a big T trauma, which is like the car accident or the natural disaster or, or uh, somebody shooting somebody, but there's little T trauma. That's your teacher telling you, you'll never be nothing. That's your big brother not accepting you when he's around his friends. Like we, go through life with big T and little T trauma trying to function. And what ends up happening is I even tell people trauma is not all bad things. There's a whole chapter in the book talking about success. Nobody really talks about how success is traumatizing, like being able to go from nothing working to everything working and having to manage resources and manage people and not knowing if people actually love you for who you are or what you bring, you know, all of those things affect our reality. And I think a lot of times we go through life not actually evaluating how it impacted us. But if we actually do, those traumas can actually turn into huge triumphs that take you and, and bring you into places you never thought were possible. It's Cafe Mocha on the line. Pastor Mike Todd, his new book, Damage But Not Destroyed, From Trauma to Triumph. We're talking to him about it. Uh, you know, some traumatic events are easy to recognize and dealing with the death, for example, and things like that. But what's wrong with just burying the trauma and moving on with life? <laughs> yeah. So the crazy thing about it, how this world is set up, how I believe God set this whole thing up, is that our body is not supposed to carry those things. And it starts showing up in different ways. I mean, studies show that when you harbor unforgiveness, when you keep things inside, they show up as cancers and ulcers and stress and headaches. And a lot of people are popping Advils for what they need to talk about. A lot of people are going to the bottle for what they need to release. And so I think, number one, our body tells on us. The other thing yeah. that I found out is there's something that is way more unrecognizable, but you can see it in the long run. It's what I call generational trauma and generational cycles. See, the thing that I believe and that I've seen and that I've studied is that what is not transformed is transferred. Like if you look at a lot of the issues that we have in our lives, they were different versions in our parents or our uncles or our cousins, and they passed down to us, maybe not in the same way, but it's the things that were unchecked, untalked about, 
the secrets that, you know, all of our families have some things that we swept under the rug, like who really your daddy and who really your mama and who whose cousin is actually your, you know, all them weird little things that we don't talk about. Those angers and frustrations and disappointments, they pass to the next generation. And so what I tell people all the time, if you can't figure out how to deal with your trauma and face your issues for yourself, for God's sake, do it for the generation that's coming after you. Like, please do something to interrupt the cycles because a lot of the things we're dealing with right now are things our parents never dealt with and it's passed down um, whether we want it to or not. So with that in mind, whether we're talking about big T's, big trauma or little T's, little trauma, three thoughts, three words of advice, um, steps for us to release some of this trauma instead of putting it in a box like I do, stuffing it with some plastic and throwing it in the back of the storage unit where nobody can find it. <laughs> I mean, Pastor Todd, she bad at uh, Oh, no. It's back well, there the, somewhere. It's back there somewhere, but the truth of the matter is you wake up with it every morning. We may not know it's there, but you do. You you know what, what the hurt is. You know what the pain is, and the truth of the matter is most of us are exhausted from trying to keep the door closed to all of our damage. And so three simple steps that I can tell you. Number one, admit your damage. Like I tell everybody, like everybody's damaged. Everybody's jacked up. And and you spending all this energy trying to make everybody think that you're not. We all see it. We can tell. But but the truth of the matter is until you realize it, until you make it a priority to say, you know what? The reason I get so angry is because I've been angry. I was angry my father wasn't there. I'm angry that I had to go through that situation. I'm angry that that they didn't pick me for that 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 audition. Like if you just acknowledge it, I say it like this, God can never heal what you won't reveal. And most people are holding on to things that if they would just say it, that would be the first step to great healing in their life. Number two thing is you need therapy. Like I'm a I'm a Christian, I believe in God, and I think the church has done a bad job at just telling people to pray about stuff. Like I need to pray about it as well as I need to talk to somebody about it. That's like, right. That's what the, the generation before us was like, take it to the altar. Like I need to take it to the altar and I need to take it to counseling. And mm-hmm. I know for, for our people that that costs too much money. Uh, Jordans are $150 and mm-hmm. they're $400 on the aftermarket. Is your mental health not worth you being able to actually work on these things. And I just, it takes me back to a, a, a quote that says, um, what profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his own soul. Mm-hmm. And so number two, I think everybody needs counseling. And number three, you need to know you're not in it alone. You're not in this alone. There are people that are on this journey with you. And I think like never before in our society, it's more of a, a thing that people are recognizing but it's not just a post on Instagram or Facebook. It actually needs to be real work you're doing. And when you start doing the work, I found that people will come alongside of you to encourage you in that. And so when you know you're not alone, it makes you go further. Pastor Mike, you better preach. You better preach. You better preach. Will your book be on audio, Pastor Mike? I am excited to announce that I read the entire book and it will be on audio and it's fun because I can put real personality into it and uh, we just listened to it back and it's really exciting. So I would encourage everybody to get the book as well as listen to it on audio. 
Definitely. Because, you know, some of us, we don't like reading. So. <laughs> I, I hear you. I hear you. It, it's just as powerful in the in the uh, listening version as well. What keeps you going, uh, Pastor Todd? I think one of the things that keeps me going, number one, is I feel like I have a calling. I feel like everybody is sent to this earth with purpose. The real truth of the matter is the reason we got to deal with our damage is because we got to find out what that purpose is. And I feel like my purpose is to package um, this hope and this faith and this life that I've been given and give it away to other people. I say I, I'm here to represent. A lot of people have had um, bad interactions with God and honestly Christians. And I just feel like there's another way that we could do it and to lead with love, to show people that you can actually have fun and actually yeah. have faith and actually honor people no matter where they're at in their journey and lead them yeah. with the light. And so I think that's what keeps me going. And I honestly, I just feel like when I was younger, I didn't have somebody that was like me. I didn't have somebody that loved their wife, was out loud with it, who was successful in many different areas and had a true faith walk. Like it was either some old weird guy or like some off people that was like, I would never even talk to them. And I just feel like we need to normalize being able to um, have a strong faith life as well as be normal. And so um, I think that's what keeps me going is just showing people that picture and helping them get to what I think can change them forever. I love it. I love it. I can listen to this all day long because one thing I've realized of watching and hearing people's testimony is that it, the power comes from another source. That's why I love your relationship with God because it transcends it. You know what I mean? You can feel it. And yeah. then it wants you to, you realize that it, you know, God has blessed you enough. It's time to bless others. So that's where the blessings, yes. you know, that's where the miracles start to happen. Yeah. It's so beautiful to watch people who have been damaged, turn their damage into destiny. And that's what I want for everybody. Like, that's what we're talking about is like bringing your damage to God, bringing your damage to counseling, bringing your damage to a community, and then watching it slowly but surely. We have a saying around here. It's about progression, not perfection. I'm not talking about no magic trick. I'm th talking about a journey that will lead you to freedom. And then seeing somebody else in that same place and being able to walk with them and help them step by step. I think that's actually what life is all about. I think it's about blessing other people. It's, my dad says all the time, it's, it's better to be a blessing than to need a blessing. And mm. so that's what I want for everybody. And sometimes it's hard to do when we can't see past our own trauma. And so I, hopefully with this book and this message, we can help some people get free so they can actually be free to give. Uh, Pastor Todd, what do you say to people that have lost faith and I hear that a lot sometimes in the yeah. church. What do you say to those yeah. people? Number one, I would say I'm sorry to whatever and whoever helped rob you of that. There's disappointment. There's frustration. There is people in the name of God who did the wrong thing. And the first thing I would say is I understand and I'm sorry that that happened to you. The second thing that I would say to them is look around. God is in everything. Like you can't go outside. You can't look at the trees you can't be by the ocean and think that there is not something greater and bigger and somebody will say to me like well I can't see it I can't I don't I, I don't can't feel out and I would just simply say you don't see wi-fi but you use it every day mm -hmm. I would say that you don't see the wind but you feel it every day and I think there's something about letting God speak through people and nature that can bring you back to faith and 
I tell people this all the time. Maybe you didn't run into the right people to show you that. And um, I would pray that you would run into light and love. And once you do that, I'm telling you, once you experience it for real, you'll never go back. And um, if if you've lost faith, I, I have hope. And I believe that something, even this interview right now, may be the very answer and, and a light leading you back to something that's bigger than you. Pastor Mike Amen. Todd, the book is called Damage But Not Destroyed, From Trauma to Triumph. It's in bookstores now. The audio is available as well. Thank you, Pastor Mike Todd. What a pleasure. I got to come get coffee in here more often. Do you hear what I'm saying? I need to be, I need to be here regularly. Come on. Yeah. We need you. Yes, we, need we love your the energy. Voice. Beautiful. We need that energy. Thank you, Pastor. Yes. Especially um, we're at Cafe Mocha Radio. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's Cafe Mocha. It's Cafe Mocha. Angelique along with Yo-Yo on the line. She's the problem. (laughs) The name of the album is I'm the Problem. She just got off of 21 City Tour. Kay Michelle is joining us. Welcome to Cafe Mocha. You haven't been here before, have you? No, I haven't. Well, you got to play with us. Tell us about the album. Yes. <laughs> yes, I'm excited to be here. Thank y'all for having me. Tell us about the album, I'm the Problem. First of all, the title, I'm the Problem. Yeah. <laughs> yes, um, I'm poking. You know, I'm just kind of poking. I um, Since I got in the game, I've always been very outspoken, and I might have been more outspoken than people would like but like through years um and being in the game for now like um until we celebrated 10 years in the game okay and just being through all of that and going through it and I said you know what I'm just gonna name the album I'm the problem because no matter Mm. how much you grow and no matter how much you show it's still gonna be people who gonna remind you of the mistakes that you have made you know Mm. in your life so so (laughs) instead of just you know, running from no, 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 and trying to always explain yourself, I'm going to let you think what you need to think. And I'm going to do what I need to do. I love the title, first of all, because, of course, I've, you know, been able to be one of your castmates on um, Love and Hip Hop. And and, uh, Problems, Uh it seems like, followed Love and Hip Hop artists and, you know, forever. I think it's just because the world Uh sees you in a different, (laughs) different light. When you say, I am the problem, what was the problem? What do you feel was the problem? I think it was growing pains. I don't think there's a manual on how to become a woman mm-hmm. or, um, you know, like a manual on how to get thrown into the public eye, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And how you're supposed to react and supposed to feel. And I feel like um, a lot of my problems that I had with in, in the industry, I remember when I spoke out about my abuse and it was so crazy. I never thought that I would become the problem for speaking on my abuse. Mm. And I think mm. that was my first hatred that started to build up in me. Like I don't, I you know, I didn't have an awful life and things like that. I didn't, I didn't have hate for people or hate for things. I How did you learn to let it go? Like, 
I haven't. I see, if you want me to be honest with you, um, I don't let it beat me up every day. But some, like doing interviews now for the album, I realize that I'm still triggered by some of the questions or some of the things that, you know, have happened in the business. I might not have, I might have thought I was over them, but maybe I was just tucked away. And, you know, I didn't really want to come out in public or sing or be bothered. So maybe that healing that I thought I had to heal that hate, maybe I thought it, maybe it's not healing. Maybe you were just numb and away from things. Yeah, yeah maybe it's part of your journey. Like, you're, you're being so yeah. fearless doing this country music. I mean, that that's that's mm-hmm. pushing through right there. You've gotten a lot of criticism. You've gotten a lot of people yes. not really digging. I mean, how's that been on going country? Oh, I love the song, by the way. The truth, thank you. And it, But if I'm saying the truth, even about country, um, we like to beat each other up as a race. And we beat each other down so badly. It's like once mm. one thing happens, with us in the African-American community, the first thing we want to holler is cancel. Yeah. I watch other cultures and different things still stick together, even when they know they're wrong. For so long, I was told I could not sing country because of basically, I guess, how they thought a country singer supposed to look. It can't be because of how I grew up, because that's exactly who I am and grew up. And um, going into country, it's always my people that tell me a lot that I couldn't do country. Also, don't get it twisted. It's not a lot of us in country music. Right. I had never yeah. completely walked into that. I was just told I was going to have a hard time. And for the past two years, I've been just creating a project there, paying my dues, starting over as a new artist. And country, the country music industry has been so embracing and healing mm. for me. Mm-hmm. They have been there. It's been about my talent. It's been not about, they don't know about no love and hip hop. They don't care. Like it's only been based in my talent in Nashville. And that's been kind of one of the happiest moments for me. Like, you know, for Dolly Parton, she wrote me a record. I have a record on my album from Dolly. Billy Ray Cyrus took me in. Um, My other idol, Leanne Womack, that's my favorite. That's, and she came to my home. We went out to dinner She's like a mentor. Um, the Judge, the Rolling Stones just announced that I'm on the Judge tribute album um, nice. with Jelly Roll and Dolly Parton and Reba McIntyre. And I grew up, the first tape I ever got in my entire life was the Judge. And um, it's a full circle moment for me to, for Naomi to pass, God rest her soul, for her, mm-hmm. Naomi to pass, and my favorite song that, I ever have sang that made me want to be a country singer, what are the mm-hmm. chances that I would be singing it years later for the artist tribute album who's passed that particular song? Wow. Right. I think that's crazy. Like I didn't <laughs> ask for that record. Yeah. I didn't even ask for it. Like how do Full you circle moment. Like, yeah. So I'm hyped, y'all. Like it's a whole community of us Af- of African Americans in Nashville who are really fighting and trying to pave the way and that get overlooked from their own. And it's a whole community, like, and they're really talented and amazing. So I just feel like I kind of entered into a tribe right now that is, mm-hmm. that is good for me. I love, I it. love it. I love it. Yeah. I love it for you. I love it for you. I love it for you. And I I've wanna... been watching some of the videos. Yeah. 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 
with the man with the things. I said, what are those on his chest? <laughs> what? What are you, what are you milking them? <laughs> oh, oh no, look, so that, can I tell you something? You know how, like, okay, they'll come with the idea to do the video. I'm the girl that'll say, oh, that was a little mess. Like, you know, you do, you go have your right, little Let's put the men in there. See, I wanted to milk the man. And ended up, didn't really get to fully milk the man. Because, you know, I'm like into farms. You know, I'm on a farm right now. Everything. So I was like, yeah. I'm not leaving. Even for my R&B album, I'm not leaving the farm. Right. We got to shoot R&B right here on the farm. So it was all these ideas to get it. But uh, I think I should have left that shot alone. <laughs> Here's your dose of espresso. Strong, hot news now. This is the Espresso. We're giving away a Disney cruise. And check out the cool theme nights they have. The most famous ship across the Star Wars movie, the big, big one that Han Solo is on, Chewbacca. Um, they can actually pilot it like they're the ones that are doing it. Uh, and then we even have stuff around Toy Story and there's some of our Disney Pixar movie favorites. And then we even have some areas with Marvel as well. Disney cruises aren't just for kids. The mommies and daddies can kick back at the spa. For uh, acupuncture, we're having acupuncture. We're having our rejuvenation spa, full kerastas salon, pedicures, manicures, massages, different kind of type of massages, depends on pressure and everything what you want to do, and then our facials as well. Disney even has a great new port with the most beautiful water you've ever seen. So we are super excited to be introducing Disney Lookout Key at Lighthouse Point. This is our new island destination, which is located at the southernmost tip of the island of Eleuthera, which is really kind of where those dark blue oceans of the Atlantic Ocean meet those turquoise waters of the Bahamas. That's the espresso. Cafe Mocha, we're on the line with K. Michelle. I want to shift gears right now and talk about my killer body. Body. <laughs> Give me body. <laughs> How did that come about? And talk about the show a little bit. Um, well, I um, went through a lot of stuff with my body because I had silicone. And I knew so many girls that were doing it in the business. And then it was starting to grow outside of the business this one guy like he was getting to everybody like i mean all of your favorite people rappers actresses everybody all went to this one guy so i just started having all of these symptoms and things like that the doctors didn't know what was wrong with me they was running all type of blood work and they told me i had lupus and for two weeks me and my mom whole family cried and, you know, just praying. They did another panel. That panel came back and said I didn't have lupus. So I was happy I didn't have lupus, but I also was like, well, tell me what's wrong with me. Right. And I realized they was like, is anything that you've done? Da, 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 da. I said, oh, well, I got these butts. Like, I did that, but I had did it like six years ago, you know? Right. So mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, I got these butt shots. And they was like, butt shots? Like, you know, it really, really, doctors still was like, what? They thought I was talking about implants. Mm -hmm. So they called for MRI, y'all, and the whole inside of my body, you could see the foreign substance. It was black. My MRI was black. Wow. And everything was black in me. So they immediately, I, you know, started to read my doctor now. I'm, I love him to death, my general doctor. He started to just kind of panic and, you know, read and try to see. I don't even know how to treat this. 
or what this is. So um, we found there was a doctor. He found a doctor, and the, and the truth was um, you cannot. Once you put silicone in your body, free-floating silicone, you'll never get it out of your system. You have mm-hmm. to live with it the rest of your life. Wow. Um, the only thing you can do because it's motor oil in your body. You can't, like, you know, it's not in a bag to pull it out. So the only thing you do is cut it out of you um, in chunks Ooh. and in pieces and in things. So I was very open about it, and I wanted to do something. And my dear friend, Jesse Collins, um, and Dion reached out and said, why don't you tell your story so you can help people? And I was so happy. Um, and they had also checked on me through 13 surgeries to live. One one of the times they almost passed away. I was rushed for blood transfusion. My mother was sitting there. They didn't know what. I was super weak because my body was going through back to back, being put to sleep, up and down, back to back. It was just bad. And so um, I didn't want people to go through that. So I didn't care who laughed or who wanted to make it a joke or thought that it wasn't serious until they actually saw. But I was determined that I was going to tell every woman. So I started answering emails from every woman that I got and could while I was on bed rest. And then the TV show came. And what's been the response to it? Oh, I felt like like a, a what, a street doctor. Because, <laughs> um... Every day. It's an everyday thing for me. Like, I can't go anywhere without, can you please help me? Um, I can't open up my emails without at least, you know, 50 to 100 women, honestly. Cafe Mocha, we're on the line with Kay Michelle. Is it the wrong doctor or it's just no to plastic surgery? Is it, you know, what is it? Wrong doctor. I'm not against plastic surgery, and I like to always put that out there. Um... It's about knowing what you're getting into, accepting the consequences of what it is that can happen. For me, I didn't even go to a doctor. What I don't think people understand is butt shots are not surgery. Butt shots are someone with a product injecting them. Even though this guy, you know, in Colombia and certain places, they are illegal, not in the U.S. So when I went, I still spent, you know, a good amount of money. And I knew I was using the best. Like, when I say, like, if y'all knew these people, like, the best shapes, the best. So they didn't know how to treat that. That wasn't like you went into the doctor and died on the table, you know, or had that lipo. This is a procedure that most women are suffering from right now, guys, that is not even legal and is not even done in a hospital. Mm. So I just thought people kind of needed to know. And now people are very aware and alert and scared, you know, to perform that and to do that. What do you think about this craze with the Brazilian butt lifts? I know you said you're not against plastic surgery, but what do you think about the craze of not just celebrity women, but everyday women feeling like they have to go do this to be competitive? I would say the pressure of being competitive is real. I'm definitely not opposed to uh, the Brazilian butt lift or whatever. You should know your doctor. What you also should know is your health. I, if I have to go into any surgery, even then because it was so much, you should have, I, I would say, get at least two to three doctors to check your heart, your EKGs, and can make sure, your, you know, everything is okay with your blood and everything like that before you go to do, go and do it. Running off to a foreign country because it's cheaper and running off where they're going to quickly tell you you can get on the table because they want your money, that isn't it. 
if this is something you want to do, you can't just take the cheapest route when it comes to your and body because you don't get but one. And I remember the time when it was just, you know, artists who felt like they, you know, they had a reason to do it. They're on stage. They have this look they have to, you know, keep up. I mean, to have so many everyday women doing it. Yes. And you've been in the game such a long time and now moving into a whole decade of other women. Now you have young kids coming up. Do you, mm -hmm. you know, from love and hip hop to, you know, uh, your body change and all of, do you feel like th there's a part of you that wants to say, you know, to the young girls that it's going to continue to change. You don't really need it. Or you, you know what I mean? Because now that we know how influential we are to the society, especially our communities. I, you know what? I do. I do. If you always like a catch alive or like an interview, I've been very big. I still like in my shows, like it was, it's crazy. Like in my shows, I still have, um, I think because of the topic I sing about, I still have like, you know, 20 year olds. And it's, I always tell them, you're beautiful. Like, nothing's wrong with you, this and that. But we all on this phone can be honest and say, you can try to teach, you can try to preach. That does not mean that these women or men doing it are going to listen to you. I was hard-headed. I needed, I had to experience what I experienced. I tell them the dangers, and I also speak on like my friends who ain't got no surgery. When I tell you they so they so fine and pretty. When I start like just body just like smooth and natural, that natural grown woman on them. Um, yeah, I be looking at them like, dang, I wish I didn't have any surgery. Or I wish I, you know, didn't have to do or whatever. So I do say it. I say it often. You know, I do not glorify surgery, but I do speak on my beliefs on not being um, fully against it and what you need to do, but I also speak very often on, I promise you, give yourself some years, you know, to fill in and look, I promise you, you're not going to want it. We've been loving her for a long time. K. Michelle, new album, I'm the Problem. I'm the Problem. Tell them where they can find you and the new single and album. You guys can find me at K. Michelle Music. I've just been putting out a lot of singles just because it is my last R&B album. So you can listen to Blame Yourself everywhere, all on Apple um, and different places. And I'll be seeing y'all soon on a new TV show. I can't wait to see you. Thank you. All right. Love y'all. Thank y'all for having me. Thank you. Love you too. Thank you so much, K. Michelle. Congratulations. Cafe Mocha is a production of Miles Ahead Broadcasting in partnership with Super Radio. Executive producer, Sheila Eldridge. For comments, booking, or more information, visit CafeMochaRadio.com.